Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. This is week two, session three of the 2K plan. If you haven't listened to my introduction on week one, session one, either head back and take a listen or go to the rowalong.com website where the full description of how to use this 2K plan is available. And today's a bottom tier session. We're going to do three 12 minute intervals with two minutes rest in between, and they're going to be at 24 strokes per minute. And your pace is going to be all the way down at 2K plus 18. So, this is going to be one where you have a higher stroke rate, but you're still going to be down at a lower pace. Not something I normally do, but as being we're kind of boring for different plans, let's try this one and see how it goes. Okay, let's start off with a four minute warm up. Set your drag factor first. Uh, I've got a video up there for drag factor now. Watch it if you don't know about drag factor. Monitor eye height and foot straps so they cover the bottom lace on your shoe or if you're in socks or bare feet so you can comfortably hinge at the front. So, four minute warm up, 18 strokes a minute in three, two, one, go. Ah. Ease yourself into it. So there's going to be a cacophony of outside sounds today. To my right, Somebody has literally just sparked up a lawnmower. Might just hear it. To my left, the kids are on the swing set. Which, to be fair, she was very polite and she stopped swinging while uh, while I was doing the intro then. So that was nice of her. And I'm sure the noisy neighbours will be out at one point, but it's all part of being outside. And hopefully if you've got music playing, if you're on KinoMap or you've got another tab on YouTube or just the sound of your own breathing, it shouldn't make that much of a difference if you can hear a lawnmower in the distance. So like I said, today's session at 24 strokes per minute is quite high rate for the 2K plus 18 pace. That's what I'd normally do 20 strokes a minute at. So it does kind of go against everything I've kind of learnt when it comes to coaching stuff about kind of trying to maintain a higher SPI, the stroke power index. However, also goes back to kind of how I used to train before I learned anything. Sometimes lack of knowledge is a good thing. Anyway, okay, so in five seconds, take one leg out of the foot straps. So let's do that now. Then just do single leg drives. Try to think about, if you can think about still doing your proper hip rock and things through here. Because actually, I find my stupid extra leaning at the front doesn't happen if I'm single leg rowing, I think. I'll check the video back later. Okay, swap feet. Make sure and get, get 
measuring pronounce your T's, but make sure and get full compression at the front. Not over compression, just full compression for your usual stroke. I'll talk more about this whole stroke power index thing during the main row. Something I hadn't really considered until somebody popped in a question on the drag factor video. Or at least, oh, I've gone in too long, haven't I? One more here. Too busy talking. Right, legs almost straight, and just use your back and your arms. Let's take an extra 10 seconds on today's warm-up then, just so we can... I don't know. Most professionals would cut and start again at this point, but... An extra 10 seconds warm-up isn't going to hurt. Okay, so two more strokes here, one more. Then do the reverse, straight arms, drive with your legs. This is the key. That there, the forward lean, and the drive with the legs. That is the key to your stroke. Straight arms, forward lean, drive with the legs, maintaining that forward lean. That's how you put all the power into the machine and get a powerful stroke. Right, let's just do one more. One more. Let's hope that was around about 10 seconds more, but hopefully you'll be okay. Anyway, continue moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and I'll explain once again what we're doing today. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. All right then, so just as a recap, we're going to do three 12-minute intervals with two minutes rest in between. A quick note that if you're programming your monitor to do this along with me, please set the rests to undefined rather than two minutes. Otherwise, the monitor delay can cause us to start and stop out of sync. Of course, if you're doing this workout not as a row-along and doing it on your own, set the two-minute rest as usual. They're going to be at 24 strokes per minute and your pace is going to be down at 2k plus 18. So you're going to find that the stroke is going to feel really light. But that's the point of this session really, is that it's about kind of getting that feeling of getting the rate up. But it still is a bottom tier um, session that shouldn't push you too hard, especially because we're resting two minutes every 12 minutes. Okay, so let's see how this one goes. Should be okay. For those of you that tend to row at a higher stroke rate anyway, then that should be fine. If you're working on an effort level point of view quickly, then this is going to be down probably around about five or six. You might find because you're at the 24 strokes a minute, it might feel kind of a little bit higher because you're going faster. Speech, you should be okay. Let's see how I got on as well. Um, yeah, that's it. Let's see if I've forgotten anything else. I don't think so. Should we start? Let's start. <laughs> In three, two, one, go. One stroke every two and a half seconds. I'm starting to get delusions of being a TV presenter, I think. Right, so I am at 2k plus 18. And this basically feels like I'm paddling through air. But I do see the point. At just being able to power along at 24 without worrying too much 
about exhaustion from going too fast because as far let me do the maths here <laughs> as far as my pacing goes when I'm training or advising 24 strokes a minute I tend to be 2k plus 12 yeah so we're currently six seconds slower than the pace I'd, I'd normally advise so there will be a lot of purists out there who are saying what you doing? Now, I would usually be one of them, but this is part of my adoption from the Peaks Plan, which, if you want to check out fully, check the. I'll put a link in the description because it's very much based on one of his fundamentals where for these bottom tier sessions he says don't go any slower than 22 to 26 strokes per minute and you'll know from my sessions so far that we're still doing quite a lot of 18 and 20 strokes per minute work However, I wanted to throw this in as a nod properly to the peak plan. <laughs> Even if I am doing it as an interval, whereas on the peak plan, he tends to just prescribe like an 8k distance or a 10k. So, again, so what I mean about how I'm taking ideas from a bunch of plans and kind of spitting them out here. It's one of the reasons I provide this all for free, is that although I am still thinking up the sessions, and obviously, I go into the trouble of filming them and putting them online. A lot of the inspiration from them have come from other places, like the peak plan and quite a lot of the single rows are the fitness matters workout of the week and well, actually to be fair. I think they're the only two that I ever really borrow from, but... Well, if you think... The 10 minute warm-up... Before the 8x2 in week 1... That was based on... The shorter version of... The Eddie Fletcher warm-up, so... 
quick nod to him. But then, this is why I'm doing all this, like I say, for free. It's why I run my website, why I've got the Indoor Rowing Info website for free. There's an odd gene in me that just likes helping. If I have a piece of knowledge, I like to share it. <coughs> Don't worry, I bored you about that before. I won't do it again. Anyway, so, although if I was doing three times 12 minutes, at 24 strokes per minute, it would be a clear mid-tier workout because I'd be doing them at 2K plus 12. If you back right off the pace, which I'm doing now, it keeps it as a bottom. And to be fair, there's a lot to, a lot to be fair in going on today, but to be fair, it is a very simple row. You can certainly tell by the amount I'm speaking that it's firmly in the realms of a, of a bottom tier row. There's one here. Here we go. There we go. Sorry, something squirted. I've either gone one stroke too many, I didn't notice, or I didn't notice the monitor glitching on me. <laughs> Hello. A little bit of trampolining going on in front of me. I've yet to properly make them fall in love with the rowing machine. I did make Jamie, my oldest girl, made her row a 1k time trial about a year and a half ago. But <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. With 300 meters to go, she burst into tears. And afterwards I'm like, what's wrong? She said that it was all starting to hurt and she didn't really know how to react. So she just cried. It's quite sweet really. I'm sure as a caring dad type, I should have told her to stop. <coughs> but no, I made her complete it. She's more of a swimmer though. Takes after her mum. Oh, I'm off brand again. Right, so let's talk about rowing for a while, shall we? That might be a good idea. Just wanting to concentrate on one thing, okay? 
nothing else. But I want you to carry on doing your stroke, but really focus on what your arms are doing. And that's all. So nice straight arms at the front, only bending at the elbows as you finish the stroke. Like that. So straight arms bend, straight arms bend, straight arms bend. And then as you bend and pull in the handle, just squeeze your shoulder blades together. Just extract as much power from the stroke as you can get. Although, we're not going for a powerful stroke today, are we? So, once again, straight arms bend. Okay, straight arms bend. Then on the release, out. So, in, out, straight. In, out, straight. In, out, straight. In, out, straight. Now it's not as staccato as when I go, hello B. I don't go that. It's not boom, boom, boom. It's a nice fluid. In, out, straight. In now straight. That's a new low. Do you get what I mean? It's a nice fluid movement in and out at the same speed. Boom boom. And then make sure your arms are straight for the recovery. Get over your knees before your knees bend. then just make sure for this last minute that you pay attention to the handle height try and keep it towards like the upper third of the front if possible and don't really let it go too much below that so you don't want to go like this you're not scraping it off your knees only because that promotes quite an early release of the back. Just that kind of lift up tends to automatically send your back back. So just try and keep it at an even height. Obviously on the water rowers might be slightly different there, but I don't think I'm talking to too many of them. Okay. Four, three, two, one. Ah, tell you the one, I forgot something. Right, in a Bill and Ted style, I need to remember to go back and explain setting up the monitor for undefined rests. Remind me to do that. Because it's too late now. <clears throat> Cheers. So there you go. I should feel mildly out of breath. Uh, my glutes are quite sore, which is a bit strange. 
So just do that thing. Just reseat your seat. Or as Sarah, what's her face from Rostrong says, literally pick up your butt. It just kind of gives your muscles a chance to just get back to where they should be. Because there's a good chance all it is, the pain, which is a kind of crampy feel from your sit bones or your glute bones, whatever bones, hip bones, your butt bones, on that. Just squashing your, your, the muscles in your butt. If anyone was to press down on you like this repeatedly, rock over. I mean, that's what, 12, 24s are, is that 300 strokes? No, 348 strokes. Yeah? Ah, oh, whatever. Can I ever do maths mid interval? It's always the same when I was a cyclist. I used to cycle around and try and work out how long it was going to take me to get home. I could never actually do maths while I was, while I was working out. Maybe I just can't do mental maths. Get in touch with my old maths teacher. Well, let's not. Okay, in 10 seconds, we're gonna start again. Just exactly the same thing again. 24 strokes per minute, 2K plus 18. We're gonna have a six out of 10 effort. Three, two, one, go. The mass thing's interesting because obviously with it being right now it's lockdown, just in case you're watching this at a later date. But kids are still supposed to be at school. So we're kind of having to work from home and try and school the kids at the same time. I say we. It's mostly my wife and mother-in-law that's doing it. But still wander around giving them maths quizzes and things. Yes, we're those kind of parents. I'm okay with primary school. Not looking forward to, if this goes on long enough, for calculus and things to rear up his ugly head. So right, here we go. Less off-brand stuff. We're a minute into this one, you should be comfortably at 24 strokes, if you're following me at least. And hopefully it didn't take too long to hit 2K plus 18. And hopefully you're not suffering. This is bottom to your workout after all. This is just to set you up for session four, which if you're on the six day workout, session four is the tough one of the week. And again, if you're doing the five day or four or three, obviously the workout numbers I'm giving them pretty much mean nothing to you. That's the point of just labelling everything as a bottom, mid or top. It's for you to just mix it around. All I'm doing is providing structure with the most options. 
So by giving you a full four weeks, there's six sessions a week. That gives you 24 to pick from. Plus all my legacy rows and all the future rows. And then anything you have scheduled. Say for instance, you row for a team. We are taking part in the cross team challenge, a monthly challenge. Or you're doing the FM monthly challenge, the FMMC. Or the IRL, the Indoor Rowers League, which runs through September to May, I think. Or you've just got your own club challenge or whatever to do. Then what I suggest is that's being pretty much all of those challenges are going to be full on efforts. Just replace whatever the top tier workout that week is with that workout. So if you've got a club challenge of a 2k in a week, and that's a week where I've got like the 8 by 2 minutes, then just don't do the 8 by 2 minutes and do your 2k. So you don't have to worry about trying to fit in extracurricular rows around this training plan. Just drop and replace, but still try and keep to the right number of bottom, mid and top workouts that you're supposed to be doing a week. Very, very easy, very laid back. It's all down to you to be honest with yourself. It's one of the, I suppose, one of the downsides to you not paying anything for this is there's no real accountability. This is one of the reasons I set up the PDP rowing group on Facebook so that eventually people will post on there and then maybe the community grows and you can all hold each other to your own accountability. Certainly worked for me when I was a real stalwart on the Fitness Matters training plan that costs like £25 a month. Something like that. Maybe more. Because you're paying that much a month for it. You make sure to do the sessions. And again, because Sam does it through a Facebook group and everybody's doing the same sessions every week. It's really quite motivating to see how others are getting on and 
if you're struggling then other people can either share their experience whether they struggle to or give you motivation to try if you're not feeling it that week but that's not how this is really set up it's set up for you to take charge of your own training you never know maybe one day I'll do a proper formal one but I don't really think there's any need for another coach out there there's enough of them I believe my offering is what we're doing right now we're, we're rowing together I'm giving you some structure uh, with no strings I'm giving you as many coaching tips as I can without actually seeing what your stroke's like although by all means upload the video get in touch I'll look at it and I'll advise you what to change I talk a better game than I do I know the flaws in my own stroke but I just can't quite seem to iron them out right now When do we start talking technique in the last interval? I hmm, can't remember. Let's do it with three minutes to go on this one, okay? Alright, one more. So, last time was arms. Let's think about legs and maybe back. So, so let's start legs with at the front. Let me see a bubble fly by. So the front stroke, where your shins to be vertical. Okay. Certainly not past. And if you can't get forward enough for flexibility, then to be vertical or if you have to raise your heels right off the foot plate to go vertical then I recommend some flexibility training there's a trick to help but I'll explain that in a minute maybe in the next interval but once you're at the catch with your shins vertical to initiate the drive get those heels down push the machine away from you with your feet remember from the last one straight arms push the machine away okay and then a good solid drive try not to lock your knees at the end but make sure to get a full leg drive okay so you don't want to shortchange yourself at the front or the back 
and then the reverse is simple. Once your hands are over your knees, bend your knees, and you go rolling to the front. So then, I'll tell you about the tricks now. If you're trying to train more and more compression at the front, if you can't get vertical, put a piece of paper or tape or something on the rail at the point where the rollers get to, where you get to the furthest. Do you understand? So roll forward, take a look, and put a piece of tape or paper there, and then move it forward just a tiny bit. And then every time you roll, try and feel the click as you hit that piece of paper. When you feel it all the time, move it forward still. Even put down two pieces, the second click being when you're at vertical. Anyway, three, two, one. There we go. So remember, as long as I've remembered, there's my eyes, as long as I've remembered to say about undefined rest. Remember with like 10 seconds to go, press the button on the monitor to get the next interval ready. Otherwise, if you start rolling and you've not done that, it won't start the count countdown. It's not a perfect solution, but it's a better solution than you trying to program in the intervals and us trying to row, start, stop at the same time. Because eventually we'll go out and sink it. So I'm keeping a, I'd say super low, but heart rate's around about 130, which is really bottom end for for me for doing this kind of stuff. Remember my resting heart rate's around about 37 to 40. My max is 175, so for me to finish there at 130 means it's just a very low, this is almost like a flushing motion, just about getting the twitch fibers in to be able to to row at 24 because maybe you don't row as high as a 24 strokes per minute row maybe you are a lot slower so maybe this helps and that was the same like before I learned anything I was just always up at 28 30 for everything I did and then when I started doing training plans and stuff and I found out how everyone did them at 18 and 20 I found it really tough to go so slow and then you suddenly it's so ingrained into that that you find it tough to do a 30 minute at 28 again so it swings roundabouts I mean to be honest if you're fast stay fast as long as your technique doesn't injure you then it's fine okay in eight seven six five four three two one go last interval and what I mean by your technique not injuring you isn't that You've got poor technique, but you're able to not be injured by it. What I mean is that you don't have a bad technique in order to be up at 28 strokes per minute. All the time. So this is what I mean about getting full lengths, not only on your leg drive, but also making sure to get that proper lean in at the front and then a proper finish at the back. that just lets the energy flow out through your body 
not in a Tai Chi way, but, but I mean literally. You use the full power of your legs, using the full power of your arms. You're not having to jerk and fight against anything because you're not taking full strokes. Alright, so I'm going to do that way around this time. Let's quickly just talk about your back technique, just because we're talking technique at this stage. So, we've done arms and legs. Let's quickly, just once again, remind ourselves what your back's supposed to be doing, which is leaning in the front to, as you're looking at it, the one o'clock position. No, 11, sorry, idiot. So 11, and then you finish at one o'clock position. But the key is how long you hold those positions. So forward lean, maintains, then back, and forward. So most of the stroke, most of the drive, most of the return. Drive, return, drive, return. So there's only a short amount of time that you're in that backward lean or the kind of transition rocking through the hips. I'd almost say only a fifth of your stroke would be in that backward lean. Everything else through the drive and through the recovery should be in that kind of forward lean. And that's all about setting up your stroke properly for when you get to the front of the machine. So you can drive through and get that power through. I said in, what was it? remember. I think it was session six of week one. I was talking about the thing where you get someone to try and pick you up by pushing up in your hands when they're kind of rigid straight at your sides. So you're going to push up. And if your arms are rigid straight, it's easy, because all the power goes through them properly. Whereas if you can soften your arms, bend them, you can't lift them, because they kind of soak up, dissipate that power. And it's exactly the same here on the rowing machine. Straight arms, still relax, but straight. Let's the power go from your legs through that forward lean, which is impossible. <laughs> Sorry, which is important. Not impossible, John. <laughs> and then travels through your arms into the handle and 
Ush. So that's it. And as long as you remember that from a power point of view, 60% comes from your legs and then probably about 2020 or 25, 15, whatever, then comes from your back and arms. But as long as you know, it's all about the legs. Then not only will you get faster, you'll also have a safer technique. So closing in on six minutes to go. I like these sunglasses. Use them when I go for runs. They're by Gooder. G-O-O-D-R. And no, they don't pay me. In fact, I've just had to spend 50 quid on two new pairs. <coughs> One of them is a birthday present for Julie. Shh. Still think she hurt me. <coughs> so, gonna bore you a little bit here with something I'm gonna cover properly in another of my rather sleep-inducing lectures. But this is a good workout to explain that one because it's doing exactly not what I'm about to talk about. So, pacing your rows with stroke weight is kind of a very common, kind of the most common way to train people nowadays is that you take somebody's 2k pace, you average 500 meter time for a, someone to row 2000 meters and you add or subtract seconds depending on the stroke rate. So you'll have noticed that usually if I say 20 strokes a minute, the pace I suggest is 2k plus 18. And if I say 2k plus 20, chances are it's at 18 strokes a minute. Okay, so it's worked out to a formula. So 22 is 15 seconds, 24 is 12, 26 is 9, 28 is 5, 30 is plus 2, and 32 is 2k pace. Now, to be honest, that top end as you get to 2k pace, is quite selfishly based on my rowing. You may 
have a faster stroke rate for a 2k than 32 strokes a minute. In which case, feel free when I say 2k pace. If it's a 32 strokes a minute, do it at whatever you wish. Now, ideally, this would be based on the distance you cover per stroke being constant. So, if you're doing 10 meters a, set, a stroke at 18 strokes a minute, then you try and hold 10 meters a stroke at 32 strokes a minute. It doesn't work like that. If it did, I'd be doing 2K in four and a half minutes, and that doesn't happen. So, this is where stroke power index comes into it, which is about the power you put into the machine. Because remember, if you think of 18 strokes a minute and the amount of wind down time the flywheel has versus 32 strokes a minute, there's a lot of freewheeling in 18 that you don't get from 32. And that's where the mismatch of the 10 meters per stroke comes in. So if you just look at the power you put in here, here, that's the important part. Ideally, if you can keep it between 10 and maybe 12, I mean, higher is better, but if you can keep it for every stroke rate in that range, then that's how stroke rate affects pace. So it's not about doing a 30 minute row at 24 strokes a minute and trying to put maximum power into those 24 strokes because you'll fade after a few minutes. It's about using stroke rate and power to go fast and control your cardio and muscle systems. So like I said, I'll do a proper lecture on that and there's a reply on the Drag Factor video about it too. If in case you want to read about it before then. And I'll put something on the website as well. Okay, three, two, one. There you go. So I think it's fair to say, yes, it was good, solid workout, but I hardly shut up for the whole row, so quite clearly comes under the heading of you can speak all the way through. Okay, want to join me for a two minute cooldown? Three, two, one, go. Just ease yourself through, maybe assess your body, see if anything's tweaking, which oddly, in between my left shoulder blade, 
clang in a bit. But I figure I've been hyperextending again to the front. So if I do that, it's fine. But if I, yeah. Oh, John, you're just a big ball of injuries. That's all right. The more I'm injured, the more I'm in need of recovery, the more I'm here for you. It's like I keep saying, he's a great rehab for me where I'm getting to work hard, especially cardio, because I'm talking to you the whole time. But I'm not putting too much strain on my muscles because, well, they're injured. And if I overdo it, then I won't be able to talk to you. So it kind of caps me at a point. And then I just do one or two sessions out with these, especially right now when I'm, every row I try and do right now is to make a video for you guys. I'm also trying to fit in indoor cycling on Zwift as well. It's just not enough time. Thankfully, well not thankfully, but my edit I'm doing right now finishes on Monday next week. And I don't have anything coming up, so I have a few weeks where I can just train and record and oh, be bliss. Oh wait, got to look after my kids. Oh. Anyway, so here we go. Check out my website for the full info on the plan. There's a link in the description here. And of course, indoorrowinginfo.com for stuff about indoor rowing, including other plans are out there, including the peat plan and including the Fitness Matters plan if you're interested in them. Don't worry, I won't get jealous or upset if you go and do another plan. I'm always here for you. You can just come back to me when you wish. <laughs> um, that's it. Let's hope the sun continues. Let's hope we're all fit and healthy. Uh, let's hope this injury clears up. Let's hope you're all well and what should we call... I know. Let's just have hashtag Buzzy Bee after that little bumblebee that came onto my, onto my foot, which I was really worried I was going to squish at one point. So yeah, hashtag Buzzy Bee. I think that's what I said like 10 seconds ago. Good grief, my brain's gone. Anyway, have a nice day. Train safe, be safe, be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.